Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to A Thing or Two, a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything really, leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. Enjoy in our Geneva. There's a lot going on there. It's a fun time. A lot going on, especially during the holidays. Oh my gosh. You know, it's very you know. active right now. Speaking of very active, the internet. Mm. <laughs> so you know the Instagram account, Olsen Oracle. I sure do. It is just one of those things where you're like, this is a perfect fan account. Perfect fan account, no notes. It's respectful. It is frequent. It is celebratory. It is positive. It knows what it is. It knows, it knows what, what it is. Doing. It is run by a woman named Alice Peeler, who, according to a town and country article about modern fandom, has done such a thorough, respectful job that members of Mary-Kate and Ashley's inner circle occasionally DM her from time to time with like little anecdotes. It's on the like approved media list, it's, which you know for them is like extremely yeah. short. It's not invasive yeah, yeah, of them. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. very respectful yeah. of them. I have no idea what caused her to post this. Maybe people were upset that she wasn't commenting on political stuff. or Who knows? But she, Well, I, I think we know. It's that she was like, I'm on the internet right now. And it's yes. a terrible house. Yeah, I'm on the internet yeah, in 2023. Yeah, yeah. So she posted this thing the other day that I sent to you because it was so good. It's just a long screed. I won't even read the whole thing. I think it's worth reading the whole okay. thing. Arg- well, I already I lied. You, okay, from okay. The Arguing or attempting to fight with people on the internet is wild and unhinged. Unless you're in your early 20s or younger, you probably already knew that. It is the most ineffective way of creating change and a complete waste of your time, no matter what it's regarding. You are screaming into the void. If you don't like what I post, unfollow me. You're also not a flight I'm trying to catch, so I don't need to be made aware of your departure. Spare yourself the embarrassment. I, I think there are so many high points yes. somehow in those yes. like five sentences yes. that you read. Uh-huh. I think one of them for me is mm-hmm. that unless you're in your early 20s or younger, you probably <laughs> already knew that, which is just being like, if this didn't already occur to you, you're <laughs> so an idiot. Perfect. It's shaming. so good. The shaming. The shaming. And also like, she probably does have a lot of really young followers. So I kind of like the like. That she's like, maybe you are 21 maybe, and you're reading yes. this and you need someone to tell you. But if you're not, you shouldn't need me to tell you. And I don't know if she... If this is original to her, I haven't heard it before. You don't know if she originated this phrase. You're also not a flight I'm trying to catch, so I don't need to be made aware of your departure is iconic. 
Absolutely <laughs> iconic. On par with Bye Felicia and every other dismissal possible. It's so good. I was thinking the other day about I'm not on that committee. Mm, and it's like, yes. it's like, it, it's related. I'm not on that committee is really good. I also saw, this is t- only tangentially related, but the, the country music star Jelly Roll. Sure, yeah. I want to tell you that the windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror for a reason. It's not, you know, it's more. It's not as quippy. It's, it's not, not as quippy. quippy. It's more wisdom. It's sort of like a kind wisdom, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. But I liked, I liked it as as a as a good metaphor, I suppose. Wow, incredible, incredible. I just one of those things where you're like, I didn't have this on my bingo card. Olsen Oracle giving me one of the most memorable sane posts of Instagram twenty of the back half of twenty twenty three. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not related at all, but it's sort of like feeling. Like a little bit like it in my mind mm-hmm. is that you and I, and mm-hmm. I think the, the world should be globally, ha- is having a Marcella Hazan moment. Yes. yes. So I was reading this food and wine piece from early pandemic by Adina Steinman, and she dubbed the, like the appeal of Marcella is her radical simplicity. Mm. Yes. And I was like, I just think that that is the energy I'm craving yeah. in general, mm-hmm. like radical simplicity when everything feels so fucking hard yes. and complicated. And some things do need to be complicated yes. and nuanced mm-hmm. and layered, mm-hmm. but maybe making dinner doesn't need to be. And yes. like maybe we have to simplify the things that cannot be simplified instead of trying to simplify the things that should <laughs> be. That suffer from oversimplification. That is, that is it. You've that is tied it. a really nice thread <laughs> um, between these two topics. <laughs> I think that's really right. I, I, I looked up Mar- Marcella's Wikipedia page, which is short, shorter than I thought it would be, but has a really- It should sim- be a thousand pages It long. felt like it should be really long. I delighted in this line from it. Hazan has been credited with starting a craze for balsamic vinegar, something she later regretted because she thought people were overusing it, which, wow, had no idea. I love knowing that she's to blame and- To thank, to yeah, thank and, and to, to thank. Yeah. Which I then followed the citations back to a Facebook post of hers. Stop. Stop. She posts a Washington Post article headline, Adios Balsamic, Hello Red Wine Vinegar. Her commentary is, it's about time. The raisiny sweetness of commercial grade balsamic vinegar is the most corrupting ingredient cooks are using today. I wish it could be banned. A fine red wine vinegar, and I mean fine, is as complex and rich in acid propelled aromas as a fine wine. Traditional and very expensive balsamic is for few and infrequent uses for strawberries, a few drops on slivers of Parmesan or on green salads. And that is all better in the end to do away with it altogether and to reject all dishes and restaurants that carry balsamic in their descriptions. Claire, (laughs) radical simplicity. It is so like powerfully damning the way she talks about it like a politician. Like we're better off getting rid of it completely than than using it like we are. Overusing it. Yeah. Yeah. I also liked her just like classic, just being like, it has to be expensive. I loved that, like decisiveness around that. Truly, it was, it really delighted me. So bold. So we've been cooking a handful of Marcella Mm -hmm. recipes recently. First, obviously, there's the tomato onion butter pasta sauce, which Clara, I would like to tell you, Mm -hmm. we talked about on the fifth episode of this podcast in 2015. I would have told you it was like the 50th. It felt like we were podcast veterans at that point. We talked about washi tape, Luxardo cherries, anxiety, and this tomato sauce. In 2015. And we are nothing if not ourselves. Wow. I love it. Still love all those things, including anxiety and washi tape. (laughs) I just, this is one of those recipes that should be given to like every person when mm-hmm. they move into their first home mm-hmm. with a kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I didn't think, you know, it was possible to sort of like iterate or evolve or improve this or see it in a new light because as you've said, it is so simple. But Dan Pelosi of Grossi Pelosi, when of he course. does it, 
he, you know, you cut the onion in half and then put a full stick of butter in. So he makes a face out of it. <laughs> so each half of the onion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, is an eye. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a, it's the stick of butter is the mouth and it's delightful. He art directs it. He yeah. art directs it. It's yeah. so delightful. Yeah, she, it gives not, it new life She's for not me. really an art director. No, That's she's what she not. was missing. Yeah. It does. So I think you should do that too. I think that should be added to the instructions. Absolutely incredible. The thing I have been, that I cooked recently that was so, 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 so good was this grilled fish Roman style that Dina shared in our Geneva. And she just like wrote up the recipe because it's like yeah. one of those. So she was like, this recipe has been giving me life, as they say. We do it with tuna steaks, wash and pat them dry, generously salt and pepper them, put them in a dish with a fourth a cup of olive oil, two tablespoons lemon juice, a sprig of rosemary. Turn the fish steaks over a few times to coat, cover the fish with a third of a cup of breadcrumbs and pat all over. Turn a few more times so everything's oily and sort of pasty. Let sit at room temp, if you dare, for <laughs> up to two hours, then grill until done over indirect heat. It was so I'm so delicious. glad we're talking about this because I have a lot of questions. Please. Are you using the rosemary? Yeah. Because my because we have rosemary. We grow mm. rosemary. Not a rosemary person. Oh, so really? I would leave it out. Or maybe Well, just- you know what's great about this rosemary situation is that you're just marinating it kind of with the okay. rosemary. Okay. So you're not getting like you're, you know how sometimes with rosemary essence. you get like a whole sprig kind yeah. of. You don't you don't have to with this. Okay. Yeah. And then you're using GF breadcrumbs? Yeah. Is that something you, you have around the house? Yeah. You do that. Okay. Yeah. I buy them from Target. Could I think it's Target's like house okay. brand. Um, I guess I good. can imagine a pretty good GF breadcrumb because it's like you wouldn't really know the difference. It's a breadcrumb, right? Well, the problem with most GF bread is that it's like dry. Yeah. And, so, and a breadcrumb. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm like, it's like crumbs, which is what. Yeah. Which is like kind of the issue. Yeah. 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 So and is it like a panko or. No, it's just a regular breadcrumb. Okay. The trick about this mm-hmm. is that. Like, I would never have thought to do this myself, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like putting a breadcrumb on something and then letting it sit in like soft yeah. moisture is not something I would think to do. Yeah. But it creates like a crust. Okay. There's no slicing of, there's no like chopping of garlic or onion right, right, or anything. Right. That's huge. So it's like the kind of thing you can do bet- when you have a 15 minute slot between meetings right. in the afternoon and okay. then you've like done all the things and all you have to do is grill this piece of fish. Yeah, that's pretty major. And when, when you're grilling it over under tea, are you doing it? Like on that upper level part of the grill? No, I just okay. turned the like burners on on one low. side. And oh, and did it, it on the other side. side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a newbie griller, so I need, you know. No, I, I think these, these are good. I think these que- are good questions, questions and answered. conversations. Okay. I like this. Okay. One last question. Yeah. How thick are your tuna steaks? Are you doing pretty thick, tuna? Pretty thick. Yeah. But that's she a also said that halibut would be a good Okay. Option. You could kind of do it with any. I, I don't love a tuna steak, as you know. Yeah, I like steaky fish. I don't like tuna. I don't, don't like swordfish. Sword I, yeah, I don't both. like a steaky fish. I love both. Yeah, um, I like a thin. I like any sort of animal product that I'm going to eat to be thin. I guess I'm okay with a thick steak. I think with this, you wouldn't necessarily want to do it with a salmon or something too yeah. oily, but I think I could. That, see, yeah, the salmon would like fall apart. Right? Yeah, yeah, but like a but, a, but like okay. a white yeah, fish, I'll, I'll like I'll a cod or something. Maybe. Okay. All right. Yeah. And no sauce or anything. Lemon, maybe. Lemon. Yeah, because Squeeze it gets like a little okay. crust and it has okay. and the then, lemon yeah, juice yeah, yeah. and the, like nice. you're already doing okay. all this. So you're things. not squeezing lemon on afterwards. I, I squeezed okay. some lemon on after, but like okay. you don't need more. I didn't feel like you needed more. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. 
Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thank you so much to Book of the Month for sponsoring today's episode. You know we like to consume books in all formats, eBooks, audiobooks, all the things. But for whatever, like right now feels especially like a hardback season. You know, we are like I've been loving a hardback. In hardback season. Mm -hmm. And when Wellness by Nathan Hill showed up at my house, and it's just like a big hulking, Mm -hmm. like very beautiful. It's got heft, you know? It's like a book you're going to like lose yourself in. I was like, oh yeah, this is what I want right now. And so it like- hopped straight to the top of the TBR list. And I just really appreciated the book of the month makes it so easy to, you're not, you're not sorting through hundreds of books. You're just, there's this very curated, very specific selection. And it came to me and it's just like leading me down the path without all the work. Well, cause that's what they do well. Like you don't have to sort through Goodreads and Bookstagram and everything to try to figure out like, what's the hot new book? What book do I need to know about? What authors do, do I need on my radar? They're doing that, which is so nice. It feels like nobody else is doing that. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. They make it easy to decide which book to read next. Book of the Month focuses on new and emerging authors, which allows them to offer books that members would not have found otherwise. Every aspect of the Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. They offer the best prices on new release hardcover fiction, as well as free shipping and a loyalty rewards program. So go to bookofthemonth.com today to join and get your first book for just $5 with code SPOOKY. Offers for a limited time. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com to join and get your first book for just $5 with the code SPOOKY for a limited time. And just like that, your favorite besties and tastemakers, Benito Skinner and Mary Beth Barone are back. Did you miss us? You know they did. Join us every Wednesday on your way to Sephora to hear our witty, ridiculous, and irreverent musings on life, the universe, existence, and of course, what we currently ride for. You're going to absolutely live slash die for this podcast. You might even, dare we say, ride for it. My Aunt Alice made famous in a previous recent episode, a gift guide episode, served pesto when I visited her last that was, I am not a pesto person. I'm not really either. It was so good. And as with Marcella's tomato sauce, the butter is the thing. The butter because is the thing. Because you don't ever think- Because, well, pesto I, and no butter pesto don't usually- No pesto calls for butter. Yeah. She does, does Italians, they like olive oil. They like olive oil. But as I read in Marcella's Wikipedia entry, part of her innovation was just putting butter in stuff. <laughs> 
She does insist you grate the cheese by hand for the sake of notably superior texture. Not actually necessary. I do feel like also just like it feels well-timed. Are you familiar with the TikTok trend? Call me crazy, but I've never loved store-bought pesto. Yeah, and I swipe away every time. I love it. It's you watch the most unhinged. Well, okay. You watch The Stitches. Oh, I watch The Stitches. I've okay. never watched the entire stuff. Okay. I've never okay. watched the entire original thing. I actually, I more just like it as a gag. I think yeah, it's yeah, funny yeah. <laughs> to be like, Susie, that is crazy. Let me tell you a completely unhinged story that happened to me. Um, it's just. What else is Marcella giving us? On a recent Sunday, I made this rice and smothered cabbage soup. Mm. It is a Sunday recipe in that it cooks forever, but you do nothing sort okay. of thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You, yeah. you cut the cabbage and you just like cook it down for like in an a hour and a half. No, like kind of just in its own. You okay. add a little water, okay. I think, if I'm remembering. And, and then you add some broth and cook risotto rice in it. Oh, okay. And I really like a risotto rice, yeah, me too. but like I don't always want to make a risotto. Yeah. And this was a good answer to that. That sounds good. Yeah. You put Parmesan or something? Oh, yeah. In? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. I think all Marcella's recipes that. maybe have a little butter, a little yeah. Parmesan. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I also really want to make this white bean soup with garlic and parsley in part because it, well, in a large part because it is a 10-minute soup. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. 10 minutes. Okay. And I would like to make, which I think feels like a very your dad dessert. Okay, tell me. It's called Chimney Sweeps Gelato. What a name. A scoop of vanilla gelato. Uh-huh. Bonus points if it's homemade. Okay. It's not going to be homemade. No, it's not going to be homemade. Topped not with my house. a teaspoon of finely ground espresso mm -hmm. and a tablespoon of scotch or bourbon. Mm. Oh, that does sound good. And from this Epicurious post by mm -hmm. Anna Hessel, it said, long before Four Loco became the official digestif of frat boys or espresso martinis became the after-dinner choice for Manhattan hedge fund managers, Marcella Hazan was artfully bringing together booze and coffee as a gently caffeinated end cap to a good meal. Gently caffeinated. I really enjoyed the official digestif of frat boys. <laughs> Yeah, framing it as a digestif is really something. A, yeah. A four loco. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You had a Julia Child story to share oh as well. Oh, my gosh. It was, we're back on our gas stoves beat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, if, if we aren't on it, who will be? Well, I'll tell you who. It's uh, Rebecca Lieber. Okay. So she wrote about this uh, Julia Child story for Vox, and she's also the person who brought us the Mother Jones story from 2021, how the fossil fuel industry convinced Americans to love gas stoves. Right. Okay. So- God bless her. God bless. For doing this important yeah. work. I have some bones to pick yep. with some of this story. I have some bones to pick with the display copy, okay. which I like trust she did <laughs> not write. Because the deck of this story is, sorry, the beloved chef's use of gas cooking was gas industry spawn com. Okay, the, you're not sorry. Whoever wrote this is not sorry. They've been trying to drag Julia Child for a while, whoever wrote that. Wow. Don't you feel like? Yeah, I do. It is a little, it is a little nasty. It's just a little, it's a yeah. little unnecessary. Mm -hmm. The gist of this mm -hmm. is that, oh, this, the other bone to pick I have is that it was 1978. She was doing this. <laughs> so like, so she was actually innovating when it came to publishing models. We didn't have the language of yes, SponCon. Spon and mm -hmm. we also probably didn't have the language of what gas stoves were. Yes, like, also, uh, yeah, also. We didn't know the science yeah. either. Uh -huh. So like, calm down. Mm -hmm. And before, before gas stoves, we were using coal stoves. So, so I'm not yeah. sure that that was... <laughs> Anyway, anyway, Any better. Okay. I will leave the deck of this mm -hmm. story to rest. Mm -hmm. The gist of it that is when the Julia Child show made the leap from the French chef to Julia Child and company, mm -hmm. she like all Julia wanted was like a, a kitchen that she could cook in yeah. like feasibly because yeah. the original kitchen was not that. Okay. And so the American Gas Association paid for a new kitchen. Okay. 
And in the article, it says, Julia herself never endorsed products on her shows. Regulations around public programming forbade it, which again feels like a little bit of a be like, but would she have? Right. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no evidence to suggest that she was a willing shill of the AGA. Great. But from the industry's point of view, Child was potent product placement that would help establish the dominance of gas in in the American home. I I thought this was really interesting. I think it's very interesting. I'm having trouble gauging your emotions around the story. I think your emotions are the gas industry has always been doing evil spawn con, but we can't blame Julia Child and we won't blame Julia Child. We will not blame Julia Child. But I think it is interesting because I'm sure that Julia Child cooking on a gas stove is hugely impactful for so many people. Absolutely. Um, I feel like for sure. My father currently has an electric stove and he mm-hmm. is so pissed about it oh, and really? like feels really strong that he should have gas. Does he like, not no. listen to this podcast? No, of course he doesn't. He doesn't he, like, <laughs> no. And we're not going to try to change it. Okay. But um, you didn't give him the pitch. Well, I did give him the pitch, but I'm also like in reading this, I was like, oh, right. Yeah. They, yeah. Like it was yeah, her yeah. and maybe I don't no, know. No, I what, can't imagine my parents having an electric stove. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah but yeah. these are the people who like made him think that, of course, when you cook, you cook on a gas stove. But our generation will have Alison Roman. Exactly. Who cooks on an electric stove. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. God bless her. God bless. <laughs> the other day when we were doing our Instagram thingies roundup, someone suggested, and I quote, an easy breezy solution for holiday cards. And I I actually LOL'd because I was like, but holiday cards are the opposite of easy breezy. The easy breezy approach to holiday cards is to is not, not do them. It's not holiday cards. <laughs> yeah. To be clear, I love your holiday cards. Please never stop sending them to me. I absolutely cherish every one. But it's it feels like this like sort of retro tradition because now we see each other's faces on social media all, all the time. time. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I am fascinated by the practice of it by our generation. I am too. I am too. I am too. The thing I really want out of a holiday card is the letter. I... I would like to make a strong case for bringing back yeah. the letter. I think that that the pitch from this mm-hmm. is give up on the holiday card, yeah. send a letter. And the letter could even be yeah. an email. Yes. It could even just be a handwritten note that you're like sending an attachment like in an email. Like I don't need you to mail oh, it. Oh, interesting. Mm, I kind of want to. I mean, I, mean, I want, like getting physical mail. Listen, still. I want it in the mail too. Mm-hmm. I just sometimes the hurdle of the holiday card is the collecting of the addresses and sending the thing. Yeah. I think something other people do that feels like a holiday tradition for them. Yeah. Is display all of the cards. And yeah, it feels yeah, like yeah. sort of like displaying like the dead animals you shot or whatever. It's like, a, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> it's a bad analogy, but like, you know, it's a point of you know pride what? how many you got. I love that analogy so much. And it's terrible. It's, <laughs> it's both. I love it's, both. It's saying, here's how it's many I showcase. got. It. Yeah, it's a yeah. showcase. But it's also, I do like as like, I've become older and people in my life have kids. And so they send holiday cards. It's nice at the holidays to look up at your mantle or wherever you've displayed these and say, these are all like the people that I love and who love me. It just feels like such an anachronistic tradition. And I I actually do want- It's from a time where we couldn't keep in touch as much. It's from a time where we didn't see each other's faces. I just really want to hear from our listeners if you're sending them, how you're thinking about sending them, why you're sending them. Are you only sending them because your grandmother expects them? Yeah. And I just bring back the letter- the letter should be like single spaced. It should, it should be should written be- by the pet if there's a pet. <laughs> it's from the POV of the pet or from, it could be from the POV of a squirrel outside. Yes. I just feel like it should not be a narrator that is actually in the room or I think like that's a perfect. person, ideally. I think that's great. I like typos. I like completely absurd details that like, I just wouldn't know. Yeah. I just, that's what's warm. It's like so-and-so is in first grade, blah, yes. blah, blah. And he only like, 
peed his pants once yes. so far this year. And is obsessed with Falcons and his favorite book is, like this is one I want you to overshare. Yeah, totally, totally, basically. totally. Yeah, I want I want to understand what's going on with holiday cards these days. You know what age of kids I really like seeing in holiday mm. cards? Like like a super awkward preteen? Whatever age they learn to pose. <laughs> That's the age that I want memorialized yeah, in a holiday card. That is yeah. important to mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Like our friend Nicole sent a holiday card oh. last year where yeah. her youngest yeah. was like leaning against a tree or something in a way <laughs> that I was like, well, this is new. This is absolutely new. I do. Oh, gosh. Yeah. The more we talk about it, I really, no rules. You know, send whatever you want. Just don't pretend it's easy breezy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thank you so much to Shopify for sponsoring today's show. I feel like now is the time of year when any e-com entrepreneurs who keep gratitude journals are, are like writing <laughs> Shopify like most days. Like, yeah, that's that's at the top of their gratitude list. Yeah, because it's just like everything that is like caused is a pain in your butt this mm -hmm. time of year. You just like have to be so grateful for the things that don't. Like the number of yes. times you have to call and track a package or yes. like figure out like where the thing went, like all of that. Like the fact that Shopify is so just like seamlessly integrates with so many things. The fact that people are so comfortable with the checkout process, the fact that you can create like unique gift, a discount code, just all of these, like all the things. very small wins, just all of the small wins. It makes a huge grateful. difference. It makes a huge difference in your ability to convert customers. If you have something really seamless and easy, like Shopify, Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? 
page. Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling. Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to your other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less efforts thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's in Brooklyn and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash a thing or two, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash a thing or two now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash a thing or two. Huge response to our conversation about Notes app on a recent episode and how we're using our Notes app. I can't think of what the analogy is, but I feel like Notes app is like the new girl dinner or something. I think that's right. Like there's this secret life of women who are using their Notes app in the most wild, like, Underreported way. Underreported. That's what it is. It feels like the secret life of girls. Underreported. Yes. <laughs> it feels like girl dinner felt like secret life of girls where everybody was like, oh, it turns out we're all just eating snack plates for dinner yeah. and have been forever. Sisterhood of the Traveling Notes app. That's right. <laughs> and then I thought like, oh, maybe people don't realize how useful the Notes app can be in your life. And our audience was like, actually, like, here is the wildly complex way that I use my Notes app. And let me tell you about it. And it's it's been all over the place. I loved all of it. Okay, so regarding our conversation about how you use it, sort of like memento, mm-hmm. where you're like, I talk to myself. You're like, this is what you it's, like. This is who you are. This is your notes name. To my this future is your self. address. Yes. Yeah. So someone shared on Instagram recently. Um, it was like a friend's note um, that she was reposting. That was like notes to my future self all about her Thanksgiving like prep from last year. Absolutely brilliant. And it starts, the best thing this year was the leeks and greens gratin. This was very chill and low stress. Let blank make the gravy. It helps cut down on the mad dash in the last 20 minutes. This is exactly how I want this to be written. You added more milk and butter to the mashed potatoes this year and it was fucking great. (laughs) The bread stuffing didn't absorb all of the turkey stock for some reason and it came out mushier than crisp on top. Next time, do not bake until all the liquid has been absorbed while mixing before it goes into the oven per the recipe. I also like the like jab at herself yes. per the recipe. <laughs> it told you this. You ignored yeah. it. Yeah, you were yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. will be fine. Mm-hmm. It wasn't fine. Yeah. Make stock from roasted turkey wings again. It's crazy good. The honey nut squash with brown butternut seems superfluous, but it's really good in the mix. Like just don't skip like, it. She says. Don't skip yeah. it. Also, you used a mix of pecans and walnuts this year, and that was really good. The cheese crackers got burned. Could probably skip those next time. The spice nuts were all you really need for an appetizer. For leftovers, the pot pie was really good, but go easy on the filling. The meat to gravy ratio was too much. It would have been better with less meat and more gravy and veg. Don't forget about the stuffing dumplings and collards to use up the remaining bread stuffing. I love it. This is how it should be done. This could just, this for everything. It's perfect. I agree. This for everything. I love it. It's the new, you know, like annotating a cookbook. It's the new annotating a cookbook. One really clutch note that I have that I realized I forgot to mention on the last episode that I want to just encourage people to do is um, great things your friends say. Quotes. Wow. Text messages. (sighs) Yes. We have a friend, Kara Price, 
recent guest on the podcast, her text messages are unhinged. They're like poetry. I yeah. like to save those sometimes. Yes. Another friend, Isabel Halley, most insane things ever. You just got to write it down. You just never know when you're going to want to look back on it and give, have a laugh. You're so right. I feel like I've gotten three or four really good friend quotes in the mm -hmm. last week and I haven't logged them anywhere log and them. I've yeah. kind of lost them. Yeah. They're already kind of gone. No, that's what happens. And it's just such a joy to look back and be like, my friends are so smart and funny and I just love them so much. These yeah, weirdos no, you're right. in my life. You're right. You're right. You're it's right. It's really you're delightful. Right. And you're right. it's the type of thing I have absolutely no desire or ambition to write a novel, but I always think, God, if I ever wanted to write a novel, this would be I such have these a lines ready. Yes. <laughs> dialogue. Because they're so good. Something that came up in Instagram thingies that I also do that I think is really important is a shared grocery list. We do that at my house sometimes, except Thomas doesn't look whatever. Doesn't, he's That's not like good a about whole, checking it. You know, mm, and yeah. Chris isn't perfect about it either. Oh, you went and got a kombucha. You don't just look to see what else was on the grocery <laughs> list. Okay. <laughs> Seems right. like that's only happened one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, just, just <laughs> one time. Yeah. yeah. Another thing that came up from our DMs mm -hmm. um, from Marin, she said her friend group has a comms team this is note, really good exclusively to draft important texts and notes for important conversations it's so good and I absolutely love the idea of this being a shared note that everybody's pitching in on being like no no, no but you're gonna tell your boss yeah um, but this is this, move this yeah. part here yes exactly because this is not a good thing to text yeah. back and forth no. like we don't mm -hmm. want to be copy pasting editing yeah. and no this is perfect it's it's truly perfect the thing that surfaced this is where it's starting to get this here this is where we're getting into friends Buckle, Buckle up. up. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently the using this for packing list mm -hmm. is where you all are really going wild. Yes. Simone in our Geneva said that she, her notes app are truly her entire life. And she started doing packing lists like this. And we'll also do trip notes like itineraries. I don't always do outfit photos. Mostly I just make button checklists with the items for every day slash outfit. I do the same of just like pack it like a pack. I have like a regular packing list. Yes, yes, that I like yes. Go same, through same, and same. Like, I do have that too, which is very useful. But yes. then she shared these videos on TikTok from Riley J. Smith. They are full-blown templates. They have like the pictures of the individual items of clothing. You know what it is? Huh? Notes app is the new Excel. Yeah, yeah. That's what people are doing. Yeah. So much so that Riley J. Smith has mm -hmm. a notes app packing template <laughs> that you can download. It is a Google Doc that has like the line breaks in it, like all the formatting. It's so much more than I could ever do. I just, I mean, you know, I have a serious, like one of my greatest psychological hangups is packing, but I don't think this would solve it for me. I'll tell you what, Allie decided to take it one step further. Yeah, this who, was really Allie came something. into our DMs and said, have you seen it? Have you seen where you make stickers from photos? And I was like, yeah, stickers from yeah, 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 kind yeah, of. Yeah. yeah. It's where you hold down on like the person or the object and, and it, it isolates yeah. just that. You can copy just that. I actually don't like it because I'm always trying to watch the live photo and it's trying to make a sticker. Claire, same. Well, what you can do with the stickers mm -hmm. for vacation work, et cetera, I made stickers of my favorite outfits, paste them in <laughs> iPhone notes and then label them for searchability and it has saved the prepacking stress and before work office stress. Actually, and then she sent us a screenshot. <laughs> it's so it's cute. So cute and incredible. And it's like showing her in yes. like all the looks she's going to wear on her Italy vacation. And I love it. And also, I can't believe it. Both. This I actually think I could adapt in a way that could be useful for me because I do take a lot of outfit pictures I myself. So for me, I'm like, well, this is a whole other project. But you do. Yeah, you are I good do. About this. And, but yeah. I don't actually save them or organize them in any useful way. And they would be a great reference because this is a little bit of Cher's Closet from Clueless, right? I don't know that I would use this for packing. What I should do, it's the keywords that are useful, right? Like, 
you know what this would be useful for mm -hmm. to do a like what do I wear yes and that's what you what would do call I wear it? to a meeting what do, yeah. what do I yeah. well for you you'd just do what, what do I wear to a meeting what do uh -huh. I wear to a dinner what do yes. you put all of your keywords yes, in it exactly and then yes. you could like pull in all the of your outfits yeah. no it is a question of what do I wear what do I yeah. wear no it's a good trick here's another shared husband note this person has a good marriage you can tell Sarah. She says, my husband and I have a shared note titled Neighborhood where we write down people's names and a brief description. Amazing for not forgetting random people's names. That's good. That's good. Yes. I was recently introduced to the world of TikTok VCs, mm -hmm. like just cool, hot VCs on TikTok. Yep. So Kira McKenzie Jackson is one of them. And she I got served this TikTok of hers where she says, I'm resurrecting the notes app trend because this stuff is too good and too embarrassing not to share. So apparently there's a whole notes app trend, which makes it's a very it's a clever concept for content. Like, let me just reveal what my unhinged notes app contents are. Yes. Which I guess I missed that yeah. era on Who TikTok. Knows? Who knows? Um, hers, uh, some of hers are her go to nail combo. I also do this. I have a whole notes. app. What do you mean a go to nail? combo? Well, for her, it's like I do ballet slippers on bottom and then chrome on top and then I'll do it. Like it's like what her okay. thing is. Okay. For okay. me, I, when I get my nails done, it's usually reds and I have different reds for different seasons. And my nail salon, instead of using the name of the bottle has it as numbers. So they hand you a map tall and so I have the numbers all written out but then I also have the names uh, on the bottle so that if I go to a different nail salon that's not mine I know which one to look for because I forget which reds I like this is exactly the difference between you and I like Claire <laughs> it is like we I think we have hit the nail on the head because I have multiple reds I like yeah but I have narrowed it down to just one that I use because yeah. I cannot possibly be bothered to do it yeah no okay so here it is shellac decadence that's my summer red. That's 36 at my nail salon. Then some dark ones that I like are Schlack Bloodline. That's 37. Schlack's Oxblood, 40. In parentheses, it's very dark. Schlack Tinted Love, 34. Dark red, a little purple. Schlack Wildfire, 29. And then in parentheses, Clambake, because it's Clambake dupe. 34 Tinted Love is sort of purpley. That's. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, I just got the one. <laughs> just got the one. Yeah. Because it's just easier for me to have chosen the one and just do the one. We're going to circle back to this yeah. when we yeah. <laughs> another episode. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Okay. So she's got her go-to nail combo, her birth preferences list, just like where she's pregnant and she's just working on what all of her preferences for when yeah. Yeah. she goes this into is a labor. Good, yeah. 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 Because also you don't know when they're going to come to you. Yeah. When you no, might like exactly, have a thought. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her Alison Bornstein three words. Oh, I have those in a notes. <laughs> she has <laughs> She has list of all the sushi she likes and then it's each... At, at this place, Yuzu Sushi in Los Angeles. That's a go-to for her. And then each role has a rating out of 10. Notes she takes at meetings and conferences that are unbelievably unhinged. Like her use of notes app mirrors my own. Yeah. I yeah. liked the idea of sharing it. Like I'm just going to bear my soul to you here. This is, this is how you can tell who I truly am. I love this. Our notes apps ourselves. That's right. We did get some shout outs from Gina, Whitney, and Molly that Google Keep mm, is like maybe yes. the way to go. Yes. Because... It's just more searchable and you, there are labels. So yes. you could label things like home, holidays, et cetera. But for me, as an iPhone user, mm -hmm. the Google app experiences yes, on I the agree. phone are just not ideal. I agree. And like, so, why am I not using Google Calendar on my iPhone? I don't, iPhone, I don't know. It's better. It's better. I don't like the iPhone Calendar no. app, but I find myself never using it. Google Drive, the difference between Google Drive and Google Docs 
the apps, I don't understand. Well, it's, a, it's like an HBO Max situation. It is. It's bad. Where I'm like, why did we decide to parse these things? Just, I agree. Just tell me that this is the place where all the documents are. And I, I don't need you to be like, here's where the spreadsheets are. Here's where the documents are. Here's where the PowerPoints are. Did we ever talk? I don't think we did ever talk about this. About when Google paid Kiki Palmer to do an ad basically shaming iPhone for not for for not having group text messaging technology that was adaptable <laughs> for Android users yeah because basically you know when not, it's not text, inclusive it's not <laughs> inclusive it was the most incredible random and of course Kiki Palmer did an incredible job and it was basically exposing the fact that we've all assumed that like a group text message with iPhone and Android users is necessarily a terrible experience. Yeah, like there's just no we good way of doing it. We can't do it on our it. computers. We have yeah, it's it's a terrible. Experience. And so That's Google right. paid Kiki Palmer to do advertisements and social posts about the fact that it actually doesn't need to be terrible and the technology exists, but Apple's just refusing. <laughs> uh, which I think is you know related. I, Apple just doesn't want Google to to uh, be great. Yeah. on their on no. their on technology. Their, yeah. it, it, it's totally related. Yeah. It's totally related. That's the show. That's the show. This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen, especially to our wonderful producer, Ali Slice. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And if you have ideas for our show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ.com. Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two HQ.com too. If you love the show, consider supporting it by signing up for a secret menu also at a thing or two HQ.com. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.